Welcome to 5 Minutes of Courage with Maggie Arndt. This podcast focuses on God's Word, the Bible, and how much God loves you. Our goal is to show you throughout Scripture how loved and valued you are by the God of the universe. 5 Minutes is all you need to be filled with hope, joy, purpose, and yes, courage. Now here's your host, Maggie Arndt. Hey everybody, welcome back to 5 Minutes of Courage with me, Maggie. We are in day three, the very last day of John 21, which means we are in the very last session of the Gospel of John. Congratulations. We did it. This is our very last day, our very last few verses. Just as a quick note, next Monday, I usually send out an email sometime on Monday saying, please read fill in the blank based on what we're doing next, I will send you a little sneak peek video of what we are going to be starting next Tuesday. It's going to be a lot of fun. I hope that you will consider sticking with me. Also, don't miss tomorrow. I sit down with a very important, very special person in my life. I'm guessing many of you have not met this person, so you're going to want to catch that. It's worth your time. And as we get going here, we are just wrapping up Jesus has just made breakfast on the beach for the disciples. Peter sees him. He tries to beat the boat. He's swimming. He brings him some fish. Jesus asks him, Peter, do you love me? And it's very convicting. And Jesus said, then feed my sheep. I'm picking up in verse 18. This is Jesus speaking. He says, I tell you the truth. He's talking to Peter. When you were young, you were able to do as you liked. You dressed yourself and went wherever you wanted to go. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and others will dress you and take you where you don't want to go. Jesus said this to let him know by what kind of death he would glorify God. Then Jesus told him, follow me. So a little spoiler alert, if you don't know how Peter dies, he too is crucified on a cross upside down because he said he wasn't worthy to be crucified as his Lord. So here's Peter, okay? The man who denied him three times around a campfire before Jesus was crucified. He has gone from, I love you more than everybody else. I am never going to deny you to denying him, to trying to beat the boat, to always asking about what's going on with other people, to Jesus saying, You're going to love me and be so loyal to me that you will die for me. And when you stretch out your hand, he's making an analogy. So yes, Peter will literally be stretching out his hands on the cross. But what Jesus is saying is, it. his intention is to say that it's like holding your hand out to a parent. It's as if a child is reaching out to someone who loves him. Now, how did he get Peter from Mr. Bragger Pants to going to die on the cross? Grace. Grace. And grace can be a very foreign concept to some people. It It's what happens when we realize that our salvation was bought and paid for by the blood of the lamb. And Peter is getting to this point. He's realizing that no amount of bragging, no amount of swimming fast or catching the most fish or saying that he's going to be the best friend is, is what matters to Jesus. Because you know what? It isn't what we bring to Jesus. It's not the uh, 153 large fish. Jesus doesn't need what we can bring to him 
He's already done all the work for us. And it's when you have that personal connection with Jesus that it makes all the difference. Jesus goes so far as to make Peter the cornerstone of his church. Now, was Jesus a perfect person? Absolutely not. But it was in his imperfections that he became a great leader. It is when someone's life is touched by grace that they are then able to teach and to change others. It's not by what they bring to the table. It is by grace alone that they may not boast. So Jesus says all these things to him. And what does Peter do? Just when you think he can't say anything else more stupid Before this gospel ends, verse 20, Peter turned around and saw behind them the disciple Jesus loved, John, the one who had leaned over to Jesus during supper and asked, Lord, who will betray you? And Peter asked Jesus, what about him? What about him, Lord? Okay, can you see Jesus? Can you just see Jesus rolling his eyes? Are you kidding? For the love, Peter. Verse 22, Jesus replied, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is it to you? As for you, follow me. What he's saying is stop comparing yourself to others, Peter. Comparison is the thief of joy. And I will tell you personally, very transparently and vulnerably, comparison is hard for me. Someone's always going to be better or thinner or smarter or richer or more important or more fill in the blank. And you are never going to achieve your God-given destiny if you're comparing yourself to others. Peter, stop comparing yourself to other people. What is it to you? What happens to John? Stay in your lane, Peter. It's not for you to worry about. And so John goes ahead and he finishes out the chapter with Jesus did many other things. If they were all written down, I suppose the whole world could not contain the books that would be written. So many big, miraculous things happened before Jesus left the earth. And John doesn't end his chapter with the ascension, but we know that at the top of the Mount of Olives, Jesus ascended into the heavens. And then the disciples, the apostles were scattered to tell the good news, the good news being the gospel. So what do we learn from this? What did we learn? Well, if we were to encapsulate it and say the moral of the story of the gospel of John, it comes down to grace. What has Jesus done for us? He has paid the price. It is a free gift, but it will cost you everything. I'm going to say that one more time because it's so important. Grace and salvation are a free gift, but it will cost you everything. And here's what I mean by that. When he told Peter to stretch out his hands, see, here are my hands. You surrender all. You submit to the authority of Jesus. I bring nothing to the table. It is all you. Everything I have is yours, and I submit to your authority. That's huge. I bet there are a couple people listening to my voice who are maybe a little squirrely with that. Am I making anybody uncomfortable? It's really hard to surrender all But that's what Jesus calls us to do. How many times did he say, Jesus told him, follow me. Jesus is telling you, follow me. Are you willing to go where he's asking you to go? Are you willing to open up your hands and to surrender and to submit? And if you do, I promise you, you are in 
for the ride of your life. I hope you have enjoyed learning a couple new little nuggets and tidbits and insider tips on the Gospel of John. As always, you know I love to hear from you. One more plug for tomorrow's interview. It's a lot of fun, so make sure you don't miss it. And next Monday, check your inbox. I'm going to give you a sneak peek of our next study. Be well. Thanks so much for listening today. Please subscribe to this podcast. I'd hate for you to miss out on even one minute of courage. Then share it with all your friends. If you'd like more information or would like to contact me directly, go to 5minutesofcourage.com. That's the number five, and you can connect with me there.